Hey, this is Ronja Kaminski from the Pinpricks. Greetings from Germany, and you are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. You are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. With me, as always, is... Uh, is? Are you there? Lee? <laughs> Lee? Did we lose Hi. Lee? He's eating his chips. <laughs> He's eating his chips. Well, we have Edwin Conestracci with us. And uh, I don't know where Lee is. Lee, wake up. Oh, he's off the podcast. <laughs> I fired him. No, <laughs> we'll just add him to the call again. I think he hung up. So how you doing, Edwin? Well, you you want to hang up and then try to leave? Yeah. No, this yeah, is... Oh, yeah, I'm oh, sorry. oh, there he is. There he is. We well, got him. Well, what happened was it was like, I, I was like, <laughs> oh my God, what the hell happened? Well, it's recording, so just keep going, Lee. Keep we going got this. Rock and roll. Lee was eating his chips yeah. in his dip. <laughs> he cut off. Yeah. So we're doing. Is there is is there LSD in the that dip, Lee? <laughs> um, um, Lee. <laughs> okay. Um, yes. Um, um, Lee, 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 Lee. <laughs> um, sucks. Um. All right, Lee. Uh -oh. Um, uh -oh. All right, let's get into this out, bad because we already <laughs> recorded thirty minutes that didn't get recorded. So sorry about um, that, Edwin. So we're okay. getting into Lee sucks dump truck. We're Just 1916 by Motorhead, uh, released on February 26, 1991. And it's the last album to feature Phil Filthy Animal Taylor on drums in its entirety. So, uh, well, let's get into this album. Uh, so, how did you get into this album, Edwin? Well, this this was the first Motorhead album I ever bought, and as a result, you know, I have some sentimentality connected to it because it's the first time I only heard uh, what was it, Ace, uh, Ace of Spades? You know that song. <laughs> I only heard Ace of Spades. I saw the video for that on M on Headbangers Ball, and it was like, oh, whoa, what's this? This is pretty cool. And remember, they did used to do those rockumentary things, like thirty minute rockumentaries. They did one about just heavy metal it's like they it was all about like the history of heavy metal in 30 minutes but you know for the mtv crowd that was sufficient uh, especially as a teenager he was still just getting into heavy metal in a deep way you know that was enough for me so 30 minutes it was pretty cool and lemmy talked on it and he just seemed like this really cool guy i remember him talking and they saw and I and I saw Ace of Spades, and I it was like I I didn't run out immediately to buy that album, but I remember making a mental note like this is cool, I like this, and then it was maybe a few months later I saw the video for No Voices in the Sky, and I loved it, and I th and they said like the VJ the guy hosting Headbangers Ball I forget who it was maybe it was Ricky Rackman he said this is from the new Motorhead album, and back then this was like. Not like nowadays where everyone, like, you go on Amazon and you, you listen to a whole back catalog and stuff like that. Back then, you kind of would run out and buy whatever the newest album was, especially if you saw, like, a video or something. I mean, that would kind of be the gateway. And it's kind of different nowadays. Nowadays, once you hear about a group, you kind of dive into them first. At least that's kind of what I do. But back then, it was like, oh, this is the new album. I'm going to go out and buy the new album. So that's what I did, and so this was it. So this was my first Motorhead album, and for reasons that 
we'll discuss maybe a little bit later on, I thought it was a great Gateway album because it is their most diverse album. It's their most eclectic. And I think, not to say it's mainstream, but this is like as mainstream as Motorhead can get without like selling out. This is like, it's a little cleaner, the production. The songs are a little more melodic. It has different things like keyboards and horns. And it even has the first Motorhead ballot ever. And so this was a good a good first album for a young man like myself to get into who was used to a lot of different kinds of rock music and hair metal. And, and I was getting into thrash too, like Metallica and stuff as well. But this was definitely a great album in the early 90s to be, it's a great introduction to Motorhead. And I still love it. I still think it's one of their strongest albums. Yeah, so let's get into this record. Uh, we get into the first track, which is... Uh... The one to sing the blues. What do you think about this one, Edwin? Great opener. It's. I didn't realize this at the time because it was my first Motorhead album, but now like I noticed the production difference even more uh, because I've heard all their albums now many times. So I noticed that the bass is not as loud and prominent, Lemmy's bass, as it normally would be in a production. I do think that was an attempt to kind of make them sound a little more accessible because especially... By the time this is like 1991, but I feel like it's kind of mirroring how productions were a little bit in the late 80s, where it's more guitar and you don't hear the bass quite as much as in like 70s or early 80s heavy metal. So they do tone down the bass a little bit, but it's still it's still there. And that riff that you know this is when Motorhead was a four piece, so you had two guitars and it's the dan 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 and you have that cool riff and. Filthy's doing, you know, it's got the great beat with the drums, and it's just a great, groovy, ballsy motorhead rocker, and that's the thing. They could be heavy, but still bluesy and rock and roll at the same time, you know. Lemmy has that rock and roll spirit, and it's a great way to open the album, and it's got a groove to it. I love it. What'd you think about it, Lee? Oh, well, this is a cool beginning song. It's a little less totally motorhead if you know what I mean, as far as their past career sounding, but in a good way, it has a cool um, blues-sounding um, vibe that I like, and it's really, really a pretty damn good song. Yeah, I said this rocks, has great rhythm riffs, and the groove... The guitar, man, it's so good. The solo smokes. Amazing song to begin this album. And this is our Thanksgiving episode, just to let you guys know real quick. Uh, Motorhead Thanksgiving. So we get into the next song. Thank you. Thank you, Giving. Thanks, people. <laughs> Motorhead Thanksgiving special. Motorhead Thanksgiving special. He did love uh, America and West L.A. and the Rainbow Bar and Grill. So it's in tribute to Lemmy. Our Thanksgiving tribute to Lemmy Thanksgiving. And then we get into the next song, I'm So Bad, Baby, I Don't Care, which you picked, Edwin. So here's I'm So Bad, Baby, I Don't Care on the Freeform Rock Podcast. <laughs> Metal snakes 
was I'm So Bad, Baby, I Don't Care by Motorhead. Why'd you pick that track, Edwin? Well, it was. I know that it said on Wikipedia that the single was one to sing the blues, but I remember the two videos I mm. recall seeing for this album on mm. MTV. You all right there, Lee? <laughs> the uh, No Voices in the Sky and I'm So Bad, Baby, I Don't Care. They were the two I remember seeing videos for. So <laughs> I just assumed it was Sorry, the lead on single. No, it's all right, Lee. But the uh, I picked this song because mm. I. I think this song, <laughs> rightly, is it the, yeah, the chips sorry, and <laughs> The on, this man. it's all rightly. Right, the uh, this song is like a classic to me. This sounds like it should be just as well known as Ace of Spades to me. This song, it, it just it has that <laughs> riff. The, the riff is a classic Motorhead riff. The lyrics are some of his best. It actually has my very favorite opening lyric in a Motorhead song. Uh, I make love to mountain lions, which is really badass. And the chorus, you know, I'm so bad, baby, I don't care. And it stops. And it's it's like Elvis like doing <laughs> trouble, but like a heavy metal Motorhead version of like an Elvis song. And to me, it's an iconic song. It's just... Sounds to me like it should be just a Motorhead, uh, a Motorhead classic, just as much as Ace of Spades or Bomber or Iron Fist. This is just a classic song, and I'm surprised it was not a bigger hit. I think this whole album should have been a hit, bigger hit than it was because this is some catchy shit. Whoa! And that's why I picked it, this song. I agree with you, Edwin. Man, uh, um, this is a great song. But what do you think about it, Lee? Oh, oh. Um, sorry, it's that good, huh? <laughs> sorry about my. <laughs> Whoa! Sorry about that. Um, he's that, coughing that, up that, a lung. He just smoked a big, big that, bong toke. That's, <laughs> that's 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 my my um ancestors saying you cannot talk about this song, and I'm saying screw you. I'm gonna cough you up, and I'm gonna talk <laughs> anyway. This is a cool. Beginning, no, no. Um, second song. Second song. I'm, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. Um, 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 <laughs> um I, I'm, 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 I'm looking at my notes and I did a boo, 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 boo. But no, <laughs> um, I'm not a fan of the Ramones, but I could see this as an improvement of the Ramones in a good way. It's it's a good song. I, I do like it. I think it's really, really a good song. It's just that um, I'm not a big fan of the Ramones, but I do think Motorhead doing the Ramones is a really good thumbs up thing for me. All right, you know this isn't the song. They do Ramones, really right? good stuff. <laughs> you, you know this is not the song Ramones. Right? Ramones, right? I know that. Okay. All I'm trying to say is, no, 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 no. I get what you're saying. We had to double check. All I'm trying to say is, no, no. It's, it's, it's. I, I'm totally cool with it. All I'm trying to say is that. Um, it reminds you of the Ramones. From from what from what I uh, it reminds me of the Ramones. It's a good, it's a cool song, and 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 and, and I think that um, it's better than what the Ramones 
had done. That's okay. all I want. Okay. Well, I, I think this song is a killer jam. And does anybody ever talk about Lemmy's songwriting? My God, this guy can write his great, lyrics. Great songs. Yeah, are so, yeah the, the, these lyrics are very, very memorable. It's like a heavy metal, like Lieber and Stroll. It's yeah. really smart shit, very memorable. And yeah, I don't think enough people talk about Lemmy as a songwriter. Hey, Lee, you're munching in the background, buddy. Oh, I'm sorry. Damn it. I, I thought that, that you, you wouldn't even know. Yeah, that you, people wouldn't realize this, but the episode that was, uh, that didn't, the stuff that didn't record, Lee was doing his most polished stuff I'd ever heard. I know. <laughs> we were talking about freaking oh. Ghostbusters and Caddyshack and Kiss. And Lee, and we lost Lee our... I, I apologize. I'm not shitting you. Lee was eloquent and you, he, you, he would have surprised the shit out of you. <laughs> But My this is what Mark suck. Except for that that chumping, chumping. Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> if you had, didn't say anything, damn it, I, I'm, I'm not gonna... <laughs> I but, just you know, but this might be more the lead that people want anyway. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. People love What the fuck, ever? What the fuck? I want to say really quickly... I was on an episode, I won't say what podcast I was on, but I will say that they said, are you chomping on stuff? Are you chewing on stuff? And I was not <laughs> on that episode. On this episode, I am. So thank you the fuck for <laughs> fucking saying that shit. All right, man. Well, freaking, uh, it was a great song. And I, thought Libby, I thought Lemmy's bass was pumping on this song, so it was really good. And I just wanted to bring out his songwriting. Yeah. Uh, he wrote a lot of great songs with Ozzy, too. Yeah, so. well, yeah, this is that same period. This is the period where Sharon Osbourne was was, was managing Lemmy. And, and he was also writing songs for Ozzy, one of his biggest hits. All right, then we get to the next track, uh, Edwin, which you picked, No Voices in the Sky. So here's No Voices in the Sky by Motorhead on the Freeform yes. Rock Podcast. <laughs> So 
All right, that was No Voices in the Sky. Why did you pick that track, Edwin? Well, like I said, it was the first video and song uh, that I heard and saw that got me, that made me go out and buy this album. And it was just like, it's it's both, it's punky, but it's metal. And that's the thing, since the very first Motorhead album, they always straddled that line between punk rock and metal. And I think this song did it. And I think the songwriting's really, again, really good. The chorus is very catchy. It's it's like kind of a, an anthem, but not in a corny way. And it's a it's a metaphysical song. It's talking about. I mean, obviously he's different. I know you're a religious man, Mark. Lemmy wasn't. Lemmy was an atheist. I myself am an agnostic, so I'm somewhere in, in the middle. I don't know what the fuck is going on out there, and I embrace not knowing. But Lemmy, no, he was like, nah, there's nothing else. He's an atheist, and that's that's just what he believed, and he was like proud of it. And he wrote about it. He wrote what he thought, you know. And r whether you agreed with him or not, I feel that that's something to respect and admire. That he was like, he wasn't fake, you know. He's he wasn't trying to be something he wasn't. And this song is about his, how he feels that way. It's kind of a, like I would say, a, not as in your face as like I don't believe in religion, but it's kind of like it's of that cloth. It's a song that's talking about his like belief system and how he doesn't believe in like voices in the sky and that there's nothing else and that you just got to deal with the world you're in now and in the present and. And regardless of all that, it's just a catchy little tune. It just rocks and it's catchy and I love that chorus and I think it's a great song and I still think it's a great song. It still whenever I hear it, it still feels like the same way when I was like in junior high and I heard it for the first time. It's still it still it still kicks ass. I love this song. What did you think about it, Lee? Whoa. Edwin, you 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 nailed it down. But my my take is I don't really like the melody to the song, but it's one of the few things when the reason I'm giving thumbs up is because they're playing it like they mean it. So I prefer it. Um, heads up to some of the other songs on the album which don't sound as sincere. It's like yeah I, I, I totally am cool with what um, Lemmy is saying in the song and it's one of the few songs that I would say even though I say I don't like it, I actually do like it. It's it's one of those weird things. It's like I don't like it, but I do like it. You know what I mean? It's, I it's it. like it's like it's it's like you, I more you... I more like it than I don't. Okay, so you do like it. There's some things about it that you think there are some stronger melodies maybe on this album, but you really think I... this is a cool song and you respect it. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's 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 really, 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 damn, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, hey, and what do you think, Mark? I think it's it's got some killer riffs and the solo rips, and this song kicks ass. And 
and his thing on no voices in the sky, I respect his feelings on it. And I, I don't judge anybody. It's not my job to judge. And I really like him because I, he's one of the few atheists that won't down people who do believe, you know, that's what I get mad at is like, you don't believe there's a voice in the sky, but you're going to sit there and down me that I do. He never did that with anybody. And he just gave his opinion and left it at that. Yeah, I agree. He wasn't. He didn't like to judge people. That yes. was like not his thing. He was like, "This is what I think. You think what you think." And you know, he that's, was for people being individuals. You know? That's out of respect of it because I I make fun of uh, atheists who like go, they they make fun of Christians. I go, "Why are you making fun of something you don't believe in? Just let it go." <laughs> you know, yeah. Lemmy didn't do that, and I liked him about that. Yeah, that, that was awesome. Yeah. And then we get into the next song, Going to Brazil. What would you think about this one, Edwin? Uh, great song. This is uh, the one song that became a concert staple. He would always, this was always in a Motorhead set for, I think, pretty much every concert afterwards. Like, uh, the last time I saw them, I saw them uh, a few years, uh, was the, it was the Motorizer tour was the last time I saw them in New York. It was great. One of the, It was the best concert I ever went to was actually that show. And they were still playing this song. It was still part of the set list. It's just a really fun, old school rock and roll song. Yeah, it's got that. It's got a little bit of that Motorhead heaviness. Although I would say this is one of the least heavy songs on the album. This is almost like something ACDC could be doing. It's very rock and rolly. And it, you know, Lemmy loved rock and roll. He loved Chuck Berry and Little Richard and Elvis and stuff like that. And this song this is a fun. Let's. It's almost. It's a little like a Creedence Clearwater Revival's like traveling band. You know, this is like the travel. Oh song. Like, wow! Yeah. 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 It's like we're going down. We're going down to Brazil. We're you know we're traveling. We're rock and rolling. It's like a fun tour kind of song, and it's a party song. And also you got like you know like Van Halen, Panama. Like to me, it fits in with songs like that. And it's just a really fun rock and roll song, really catchy. And I mean, how could you not like this song? To me, it's like this just a fun party song. And if you love rock and roll, if you don't, it's, if it's not just about heavy metal, but you also love rock and roll, then you know this. This is like the two combined, and I love it. What did you think about it, Lee? I want to say first off, for you to talk about Queen's Color Revivals, traveling band. Yeah, and um, Van Halen's Panama, that is absolutely brilliant. Oh, well, thank you, I, sir. I, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, whoa. But anyway, what I, what I want to say is, Chuck Berry time. It's pretty well done, but not what I want to hear from Motorhead. But since they played so well, I can give it a pass. That's yeah. the song going to Brazil. Yeah, I think it's a like he said, Chuck Berry. I hear I hear a lot of Chuck Berry going on in here. I love it. Love the wrist. Libby's vocals and the kick ass solos, man. This song is just fun. Like Edwin said, this song is a fun song. It's a party time. Let's get going. Let's fucking rock. Fucking rules. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's nice and short too. Only two minutes and thirty-one seconds. Which uh, those old fifties rock and roll songs and Credence—that's what they were like. They were short. They were all like under three minutes. And that's the thing. Even if it's not one of your favorite tracks, well, at least it's not that long. You know, it's just in and out, and it's. In like fact, just... <laughs> in fact, I'm 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 starting to think 
that it could be a favorite song. You know what, Edwin? Yeah. You are such a cool guy <laughs> as far as what you say. You're you're able to, you know, sway my mind um, away from what I think towards what you think. But I mean it in a good way because no, I appreciate it. You well, you 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 are really a cool um, guy. That's all I want to say. Well, I think you're cool too, Lee, and I appreciate it. Thank and you. I th- and I think, you know, you listen to it, that's the thing. I think this album's like a grower. Like, the more times you listen to it, you might hear different yeah. things. And, you know, if I could bring out some of that, that's great. So the next time you listen yeah. to it, you're like, oh, yeah, the, yeah, I can dig this. Yeah. <laughs> right on. All right, and we get to the next song, Nightmare Slash The Dreamtime. What do you think about this one, uh, Edwin? Wow. Well, yeah, now this is where we get into something really different. Really different. And this is a good time I'll bring up Hawkwind because it sounds like when I heard the song, like even as a first Motorhead album, it sounded different, you know, because there's keyboards and it didn't sound like the rest of the album. So I was like, oh, this is a weird song. And obviously, as the years progressed and I got more of their back catalog and listened to more Motorhead, every time I would go back to 1916, Nightmare of the Dreamtime seemed weirder and weirder. It's like, this is really different for them. I didn't realize how different. And it has a synthesizer, and it's kind of, I would say, kind of psychedelic. It's kind of dark and psychedelic. Almost sounds like John Carpenter music at times. It's, you know, it's got that vibe. And it's a different kind of vibe for them. But when I, many, it wasn't until like the 2000s that I listened to Hawkwind for the first time. And when I listened to Hawkwind, suddenly I kind of got this song a little bit more. It's like, oh, it's kind of his psychedelic side. Like, I could almost hear this song being on, you know, the like Hall of the Mountain Grill. Like, I could kind of hear this song being a little like that. Like, it wouldn't, it would, the instrumentation and production might mm-hmm. have been a little different, but it had that kind of trippy vibe. And when you listen to Hawkwind with Lemmy, you can hear the Lemmy in it. Like, not only because he's writing songs and singing sometimes, but his bass, you hear the distorted, fuzzy motorhead bass, but it's done in a different way. It's like hanging in space, you know? And the music around it's trippy. And this is kind of doing that. It's like, it's the way that Lemmy's bass sounded in, in Hawkwind, where it's just kind of hanging in space. And it's really cool. And if anything, I always liked the song and thought it was cool. But when I got into Hawkwind, that made me appreciate this song even more. And I go back and you say, oh, this is cool. Because Lemmy almost never, even when he, on the first like Motorhead album, he's doing a couple of Hawkwind songs. The title track, Motorhead, is actually a Hawkwind song. But... He's playing them in a totally different style. They sound totally different. But this song sounds kind of like a Hawkwind song. So it's really cool. I, I, I really like it a lot. And it's a fun song to play like during Halloween time. I like it a lot. What'd you think about it, Lee? Wow. Well, the music is quite good. And some of the best music on the album. But I have a problem with the words and especially the backwards speaking part. It's motorhead gone goth and it works, but this is one time when the reason I didn't pick the song is because of the message. Even though 
the music was great. If you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And, yeah, the the backwards stuff might be a little too much for some people, or they might not like. You know, it might annoy them. Well, it sounds like a demon chant on the beginning. Sounds weird to have uh, vocal effects on Lemmy. But it's cool, and the riff and the cool synth makes it sound like a horror movie, like you said, Edwin. I love it. I, I noticed he's using a lot of song titles on some songs on here, like Iron Fist and Ace of Spades on this album, which is really freaking cool. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, no, yeah, like I'm so bad. Yeah, he goes the Iron Fist, the Velvet Glove. Yeah, yeah. He, he references uh, some of his old lyrics. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then we get to the next song, uh, "Love Me Forever," which Lee picked. So here's "Love Me Forever" on the Freeform Rock Podcast by Motorhead. <laughs> Oh my love's mine. 
Okay, that was Love Me Forever. Why did you pick that track, Lee? This sounds like rough cut, but in a good way. But, um, I don't, um, but, but I don't dislike the drum pattern and the miking on the full band part could have been improved but I do appreciate their ability to do this kind of music with some success I'll give it a thumbs up what'd you um, think oh, oh, I'll just say quickly it is a great tune um, I, I don't know why I I said what I did in 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 in, in this, but it is a thumbs up, great rocking psychedelic tune that I love. That's what I want to say. What do you think about it, Edwin? I agree with a lot. lot that what lee said it does have a kind of psychedelic kind of quality too not in a more obvious way like the last one but it does it, but it's also kind of, it's a kind of a ballot too and it's kind of the first motorhead ballot motorhead never would do like a full-on i mean kind of a, a don't let daddy kiss me's i guess a full-on ballot although dark <laughs> lyrics but 
Uh, I would say this is kind of a battle. I mean, Love's in the title, and you have the slow guitar in the beginning. And Motorhead never, at this point, had done a song like this. Like, later on, they would have a lot of... Like, on every album, there would be kind of a song like this. Let me... Uh, uh, Lee, did you ever hear the song um, uh, One More Fucking Time by Motorhead? Um, I, I don't believe I, I did. You should I... definitely listen to that, because that's like this song, but but with better lyrics. And, okay. And, and I'll definitely listen to it. Yeah, it's great. And uh, it's it's my favorite Motorhead ballad. And it's, <laughs> it's a ballad. It's called One More Fucking Time. It's on the We Are Motorhead album from 2000. And um, it's a, it, the, 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 the um, word fucking? Yeah, the word fucking. Makes, is me, <laughs> makes, makes me think, oh, are they going to be sensitive? But no, I, I have nothing against them about it. Hey, who would write that? Who would write a ballot with the word "fucking" in the title? But that's why we did it. <laughs> awesome. I will. I, yeah. I will listen to it. And it's moving. That's the thing. It's a really moving song. It's really emotional. And this is kind of the beginning. And they had a song like that called like, "Till the End" on the last album. And this is kind of the first time Lemmy had this other side. Like you could see this other side. And even though there is kind of a ballad element, it's still dark. And it gets heavy at times, and it's not like a wussy ballad, you know. And that's it, cool. It, yeah, it's got that vibe, almost like a like a kind of like a Leonard Skinner, like uh, simple man, you know. It's just like where it's kind of slow. That's cool. Yeah, but yeah, it has that vibe to it to me. It has that kind of dark, smoky vibe where it's not like a it's not like a romantic ballad, but like a dark ballad. You know, there's a dark. Romance I like to it. Simple Man. Yeah, so if, if if that. Yeah. Yeah. Even if the 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 fucking whoa fuck 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 fuck, <laughs> um, even if that doesn't sound completely like 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 Leonard Skinner, I'm I'm still going to listen to it. You thank should you. definitely check out. Thank right. you so much. <laughs> well, thank, especially because you picked this man. one. Yeah, sure thing. And same with uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, this is a cool song. It's different, but again, it shows that Lemmy had this other side, and he could expand and show another side to his songwriting. And I think it's no surprise that, like, shortly after this, or around the same time period, he wrote Mama, I'm Coming Home for Ozzy Osbourne, you know, which was one of Ozzy's biggest hit. Lemmy said that mm. he made more money off of that song because he wrote it than he did for any Motorhead song he ever <laughs> had. Uh, uh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'll shut my mouth. Yeah, well, even if it's not your favorite uh, song, but there's no, but it was a big hit. It was one of Ozzy's biggest hits, and that yeah. had a little bit of a Skinner quality to it. But, uh, but it probably would have been different if Lemmy had done it in Motorhead, you know. Uh, so, but he made a lot of money off that song. There's some good songs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite song from that album Lemmy wrote is "I Don't Want to Change the World" from uh, "No More Tears." You know that song? Uh, either of you guys? Yeah, my, I, my, I love that don't album. No, yeah, that. Sure. It's a great song. I don't want to change the world. I don't, I don't want, want the, the world, world to change, change me. me. I might have actually. Yeah. Lee, we reviewed and that I... album. <laughs> yeah, you fucking asshole. Why are you the fucking... <laughs> You're really yeah. drunk today, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's on such yeah, good Yeah, yeah, no, fucking... I, I, why, 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 why did you fucking... <laughs> hey, I have some whiskey too, but man, <laughs> I love yeah, that. you, you, you're better the fucking whiskey. All right, so what, what do you think of "Love Me Forever"? Uh, this is my favorite song on the album. This rocks. It has a lot going on in this song. Speeds up, slows down, a lot of grunginess. 
going on mixed with some Sabbath. I love it, and the guitar just kicks ass, and the drums on this song rules. Like, I, this is my favorite track off the album. Good pick. There's Lee. a lot going. There's a lot going on here because all three of us said totally different stuff about this song, and yeah. it's all it's all true. So, so there yeah, you go. There's a lot going stuff. on in this song. It's like five <laughs> minutes to twenty eight seconds. It's the longest song on the album. Yeah, I guess it's it's the epic on the album. It's the epic on the album. Yeah, I agree with that. And then we get to the next song, Angel City. What did you think about this one, Edwin? Uh, love it. Kind of in the spirit of going to Brazil. This is a fun party song. This, to me, I mean, it's this is the love letter to Los Angeles, West Hollywood, Sunset Strip. This is the album. He had just moved to West Hollywood, and he got a place famously in walking distance to the Rainbow Bar and Grill on Sunset. And so he was in that place. He was like, I'm no longer in England. I'm starting a new life in America. I'm starting a new life in West Hollywood. And, you know, he got he got new management briefly with Sharon Osbourne. And this was like him, like saying, hey, I'm embracing this. I'm going to have fun. I'm embracing this city. And, you know, even Motorhead, they've had their fun songs here and there, like rock and roll and stuff like that. But they're not necessarily a band that you thought of in terms of being a fun group. Not to say that they were like, you know, dreary either, but I feel like this was probably, it sounds like the happiest Lemmy's ever been is on this album. And Angel City just sounds really happy and fun. And it's like, yeah. And it's like, he's kind of showing up all the hair metal bands, you know, the Sunset Strip bands, you know, all, all your Poisons and Motley Crue at the time and all those bands and saying, hey, I can write a song like that too. I can write a cock rock song and I'll make it like the ultimate sunset strip song, the ultimate cock rock song. And even when the horns come in at the end, which is like a real surprise for Motorhead, it's it still works. It's still like it doesn't it's not a deal, you know, killer. And I love this song. It's a lot fun. And let me when you're on the when you're in like, you know, hang out the rainbow and you're on the sunset strip, this this captures this captures an awesome night, you know. If you have an awesome night on the strip, this song totally has that vibe, and and I think he showed up all those other hair metal bands that did songs like this and made it ballsier and fun, and I love this song. I think it's great. What did you think about it, Lee? Oh, well, this was a bonus track that I didn't hear. Not a bonus so track. So I'm going to say, yes, it was a bonus track. No, that's Eagle so Rock and Dead Man's Hand. Yeah, sorry, Lee. Mark's right. You're, it, it's, Angel City is not a bonus track. Wait, wait a minute. What, what the fuck? <laughs> All I want to say is that I agree with Edwin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I'll get into it. Good. I love the groove Good. on this song, the honky-tonk piano, the horns, unexpected. But it rules, and the solo, man, is so good. This is a great track. I like it. It rocks. And then we get to right Make My Day. What did you think about this one, Edwin? Uh, Make My Day is... This is like the first time on this album where there's a song... I like it. I mean, I like or love every song on this album. But this is the first time I'd say by Motorhead standards, this is just like a filler track. It's killer filler. I mean, it just... It sounds like a regular Motorhead song. That's the thing. Uh, it's not quite in the same league as, say, One to Sing the Blues or I'm So Bad, where they have their typical sound, but the songwriting on a higher level that makes those two songs sound like classics. Whereas this sounds like this kind of could be on any Motorhead album and just be one of the 
one of the filler tracks. But it's still, I mean, it sounds like Motorhead. If you love the Motorhead sound and you don't mind just, you know, hearing that for, you know, for like four minutes, you know, just hearing a cool Motorhead song, it's a cool Motorhead song. Not a standout, but if you love their sound, it'll it'll get you to the next track, you know? It's just, it's just a killer filler track. That's what I think of it. What did you think about it, Lee? Um, what song was that again? Because Make my you're day. talking about these songs that I might not even know about. <laughs> Make my Is day. Make my day. Make my day. Did you, did you listen to the the last half of this album, Lee? I listened to <laughs> everything up to the the song 1916. Okay, that's okay, the last well, song. Then you heard it. Then you heard the stuff. You heard so, the stuff. So what make my day? Oh, my God. I have, I have, okay. I have notes for make my day. Oh, cool. This well. is okay, but it sounds like an outtake instead of a great track. It's a bit tinny. And, uh, and a bit phoned in, but the guitar solo is great. I agree with you and Edwin on, on the song. It's a killer fast jam, head banging, uh, solo, and it ends jamming. But it, it's kind of a filler song compared to what the other songs were on this album. So Can I, I, I ask you something really quick? Is it possible that the listing of the songs was different depending upon what um what what particular thing that you're listening into like if it's yeah if it's different than the cd or t i on i know the cd and cassette like on, are are the same i don't know about like vinyl. on I've never spotify why well, I, I listened like to this on, on Amazon like, Music. Like, it was like, the same. Like on Spotify, as opposed to. No, I think that was either Amazon. It's the same. Or or, 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 or as opposed to. Um... Well, it sounds like you're on the right track now. It just sounds like Angel City got it, a little fucked up on it. So it, 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 it sounds like, like, next... like, like, like maybe Leeds, Leeds fucked up City. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Well, okay, answer okay. me. Answer me this, Lee. Is the next song Ramones? Um, I I have the Ramones, of course. Okay, so the the I'm saying is did that you, the next did you song already do that? Oh, no, we haven't. Lee. No, no. You you talked about the Ramones, but it wasn't for the song Ramones. You <laughs> talked about them when we did I'm So Bad. But there's a song. Yeah, oh, what wouldn't you fucking believe that now I see it at Single City? And now. <laughs> and, damn, I, I thought that we were done with the fucking album. You, you were all saying. You, you were all saying, like, okay, I'm sorry. Why the fuck do you do that to me? Oh, fuck, man. I'm sorry. I. I, I, I I apologize. I, it was no, just that. Right. Um, um, I, I, I want to say, here's what I want to say. The two songs that I had to keep um, writing a note to in order to make up for it was um, 
the one to sing the blues and it's so bad, baby, I don't care. And then after that, I had No Voice in the Sky and Going to Brazil and then Nightmare, Nightmare and right. then Love Me Forever. And then after that was Angel City and then Make My Day and then The Ramones and then Shut You Down in the 1916. Then you so, got it. That's all right. So, That's correct. So, so I fucked up. It's like I want to say, Lee, oh, it's fuck all right. you up. Fuck you, Before Lee, for fucking you up, Lee. That's, <laughs> but now it's all good. It's all like, right. Uh, these things I, happen. So I want to get We'll get to the remotes. What do you think about yeah, the remotes? Let's, let's do it. Yeah, Lee, just so you know, I, I just want to make sure we're talking about the song The Remotes. Remotes. Yes. By, Mo by Motorhead. <laughs> yes. This is not, we're not talking about the band The Remotes. Although I, this, this is about them. I totally get you, <laughs> and it's all good. I don't okay. want to do Lee, I don't think first. I've ever heard you this fucked up. <laughs> I, I I never thought I heard myself fucked. And, and it's ironic because he was the least fucked up when we started. I know. And, didn't and then, then we ended up being the most fucked up. It's 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 because I never mind. Let's you, keep you going. You drove him to this, Mark. You and Microsoft. I, I know, man. <laughs> Mark Microsoft. 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 <laughs> Fucking That's Microsoft updates. They, they, I Maybe think it's, it, it led to a better episode in the long run. Maybe. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. I still okay, wanted so, to talk okay. shit about Kiss, but that was okay. Nah, you could do that. Yeah, yeah, that's like, just... Shut up, Mark. Shut <laughs> up. No Kiss. No Kiss zone. Save okay. that for another episode. All right. Okay, Lee. So, again, the song by Motorhead yeah. called yeah. Ramones. What do you think of Ramones? I'm not a fan of the Ramones, and this song seems strange. I'm usually not a fan of songs groups do about other groups. This song is okay, and I don't hate it, but it seems oddly out of place. Um, like Motorhead are trying to be cute. And one thing I don't want from Motorhead is cuteness. Okay, I get that. I get that. I get that. I mean, I don't agree, but I but I understand what he's saying, that's, and I respect that's it. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, but I get I get where you're coming from, and I can see that. Uh, the, uh, so uh, I I love it. It's a great little tune. Not one of my favorites from the album. But it's a great little tribute to the Ramones. It's short and sweet, just like a Ramones song. I am a big Ramones fan, especially their early stuff. Uh, and I get it. I mean, it kind of fits the rock and roll spirit of this whole album, you know. And the Ramones had that spirit, so it's just it's a shout out. It's like a shout out song. It's interesting because you know the Ramones, he the band did this again. They did this song twice uh, on a later album in the 2000s. They did it on Kiss of Death. And that version's a little heavier. I, I, I like that version actually a little bit better. It's a little punchier. It's a little heavier. He did it again mm -hmm. because I think it was like right after, I don't remember, it was either Joey or Johnny's death. Like one of them had just died. 
maybe all of them by that point had died. So he decided to do a tribute, you know, because by that, I think maybe Johnny, Joey, Dee Dee, I mean, all the Ramones might have been dead by that point. So yeah. or at least, I don't know, maybe one or two of them were dead. But it was something to do with that. That's why he decided to do it again as a tribute. And I do like that later version a little bit better because it's just a little, a little bossier and heavier. But this version's cool. It's fun. Uh, it's just like a little shout out you know, song. It's like one minute and 26 seconds. So, you know, it keeps the party going. And not one of my favorites from the album, but I think it's cool. And I love the Ramones. And it's cool that Motorhead loved them too. And I get it because I think I think the bands do have similarities. They both straddle that line between rock and roll, punk and metal. And mm -hmm. yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good, it's a fitting tribute. That's what I think. What do you think, Mark? I think it's a killer <laughs> punk song. Short and sweet. It jams. Good as a Good tribute to the Ramones. I do love the Ramones. Like an A rule, man. Uh, no, nothing bad about the Ramones. <laughs> no, uh, I love. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that first album is one of the greatest albums. Oh ever. yeah, I love one that. of the best album covers ever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Dang. yeah. And uh, yeah, I think I, it, underrated too. I think in terms of sort of melodies and stuff, Joey was a really good singer, and I really love their harmonies. Yeah, really great stuff. But yeah, it's yeah, it's a cool song. So we want to get you want to talk about the next track, Mark. Uh, yeah, the next down? track is "Shut You Down," which Lee picked as a second track. So here's oh, "Shut hey. You Down" by uh, yeah. Freeform Rock Podcast. <laughs>
That was Shut You Down by Motorhead. Why'd you pick that track, Lee? Oh, well, it's a hot song, and I like it. If I had any criticism, it would be that it's a bit one-dimensional and boxy-sounding, like an assembly line motorhead, but I do like the song. What did you think about it, Edwin? Uh, pretty much what Lee said. I, I like the song. It's catchy. It's kind of like Make My Day. I, I think it's a little bit better than Make My Day, but it's similar in the sense that I'd call it killer filler. It sounds like Motorhead by the Numbers, but hey, Motorhead yeah. by the Numbers, if, if you like that sound, if you love that sound, then yeah. not a problem. So it's just, it's just a cool, fun Motorhead song, and it's, it, it's you know, it's... it's you need a couple songs like this to kind of hold the album together and make it a Motorhead album. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, not a standout, but something that's necessary to keep the keep it sounding like a Motorhead album. And yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, this you're is... actually you're actually Edwin. Yeah, you're actually better than me on the podcast. If you want to um, substitute you with me, um, <laughs> I'd be okay with it ah. because. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a fucked up guy. but, yeah, but, but you hey, do but, other but, things but, that hey, I can't man, do. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying, though. <laughs> usually, that, usually that I like I like what you... What, I give you thumbs up, dude. That's all I'm saying. Usually he tries I, to get people to replace me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, this way... Never mind. Never right. mind. So you, so you want me to deal with Mark instead of you, Lee? Is that it? Um, if this Mark is your is burden, okay Lee. It, yeah, if, if, if Mark wants to. No, I'm fine with be, you, Lee. You rule. Oh, this is just the most. Off, this is just the you most. Gotta keep doing this it. is the most fucked up I've ever heard you on a podcast. Well, well, <laughs> Maybe the Poison episode on the Rock and Metal Combat podcast. But that's, this is that's right okay, there. I guess. I guess. <laughs> The poison episode. Well, you were the, gone. The, the, the. <laughs> oh, I, I, I was more gone than here, but maybe you, whatever. <laughs> you were, and uh, so shut you down, man. This is metal up your ass, fast and killer solo. It just makes you want to get in your car and break all the speed limits. This song rocks. I like it. And then we get to the, uh, the title track on the album, nineteen sixteen. What'd you think about this one, Edwin? A beautiful song. I, I mean, we've already had like some stylistic departures on this album, so you're kind of, you know, you're like ready for maybe a curveball or two, but this is like the biggest curveball yet. This almost sounds like something like Roger Waters would do, like like something that'd be on like the wall. Like it's really different. It's, I guess you'd say it's kind of a prog rock song. It's like haunting sounding. It has like the, the organ and it's this like battle ballad. It's like a ballad about uh, soldiers in World War One, and it's a very moving song. Of course, a lot of people know Lemmy was very into history and like military history and wars and stuff. And there's a lot of empathy to it. Like there's a side sometimes heavy metal likes to make. Like even though they sing against war on a lot of albums and thrash albums, they're also kind of making it sound badass, you know. And so it's always a little. And even Motorhead's done that from time to time. But on this song, it's like there's real like empathy there, and it's like there's pathos, and it's like it's a really haunting song about fallen soldiers, and I th I think it's cool. It's a really 
it's a beautiful way to end the album shows another side of Lemmy and showed that, you know, he wasn't just in, interested in war because he thought it was cool, but he was generally a student of history and recognized the complexity of it. And, <laughs> and, and he respected the mortalities of these men that died, you know, fighting. And it, it's a really haunting, beautiful song. And it's really cool that he did a song like this, even if it was just one time. And it makes sense that this would be the album he would do it, which is the most diverse and experimental Motorhead album, I think, in their catalog. What did you think about it, Lee? Oh, well, it's interesting that they do a song like that, but I don't really like it. And it almost sounds like Lemmy was told to do this song. It definitely is a strange way to close the album, but it's not the worst song I've heard. <laughs> I I feel like it's the, the opposite. I feel like people were probably telling him not to end the album with a song like this. I'd be like, no, that's not what <laughs> no, I'm sixteen. In fact, in fact, I thought that 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 was what they. Are you sure you're not smoking some weed? <laughs> it's getting I'm, high. I'm sorry about my my throat. It's okay, but, Lee. Like, um, it's all right. but, but but you know. Like, um, but no, it's, it's like, I thought actually when I, um, saw who did the credits to it, let me wrote it on his own. Yeah. And so I'm like, whoa. So I have to give him credit. It's just that, um, for me. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I, I had to do that in order to get rid of whatever it was that was making my throat the way it was. Um, but, but yeah. Um, um, it, it's, 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 it's not a bad song. It's just that it's not necessarily my particular taste as far as a last song but since some of the songs on here were totally different i'm like you know what this is actually a pretty cool song it's just that it's not what i would ordinarily think from lemmy but in truth it's cool all right i get it i get what you're saying yeah. What, what do you think, Mark? I think this is a cool song. It's very different to hear Lemmy uh, sing emotionally like this, and it, I really enjoyed it. It's really cool. I would have like not ended it with it. I would have put it like maybe song track ten, and it ended it with "Shut You Down." But this is a great song, man. I like it. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. That works. Hey, Lee, were you at any uh, super spreading uh, events recently? <laughs> Um, yeah. super sprinting like what? You know, like COVID <laughs> No. Or in a, a, any rallies or birthday parties? <laughs> no, I, um... We're visiting any nursing homes? Like, let me hug you, honey. Um, <laughs> don't, don't look at my sleeve. 
that has dripping all over it. No. Okay, that's good. Just look. I'm just looking out for you, Lee. I care. All right. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah. You don't have about... to look out for me. You have to look out for the other people. All right. All right. Okay. So, that... uh, are we going to talk good. about the two bonus tracks? Uh, sure. I you can talk about. Know. I didn't listen to them, but you tell us I, about them. Anyway. I don't have no idea. Uh, okay. what I will are. just say this about you... bonus tracks. Okay. There are two bonus tracks. They uh, came out first in a 1996 reissue. I got them because I got this import remaster that I want to also say something about real quick. Um, like I said earlier, I always thought like the bass wasn't loud enough on this. That was like one of my only issues with it. Compared to the other Motorhead albums, I felt it was a little treble heavy and didn't sound quite as ballsy and heavy, even though I loved all the songs on it. But I was I was walking through Amoeba in, uh, in Hollywood and just one day, just a couple of years ago, never even heard about this. It was an import. There was a remaster of this. And I saw the CD remaster. It was like, I don't know, 25 bucks. But I'm like, God damn, there's a 1916 remaster. Because this was, they didn't, uh, when they did all the remasters uh, back in the 2000s, they ended with rock and roll. That was like the last one. They just did the first album all the way to rock and roll. And they stopped there. They didn't go into the 90s because I guess it was a different label by then or they didn't buy the catalog or they decided, like, we're going to end in the 80s because that's classic Motorhead is, like, late 70s and 80s. So they stopped there. So this was one of the few albums from because it was from the early 90s, like, where I felt like, ooh, I wish there was, like, a remaster of this one. And so to find this import for me as a hardcore Motorhead fan was like, ah, uh, it's like a big moment. So I got this and it had these two bonus tracks, too. And I will say this remaster, if there's any any way you can get it and if you do like this album i recommend it because it kind of fixes the one issue i had with it because now in the remaster limey's bass it does come out a little bit more and the production is a little bit more punchy sounding because of this remaster and so i definitely recommend that if you can i might it's probably like really hard to find now but anyway and so i love that remaster and with that was the first time i heard the bonus tracks eagle rock and dead man's hand Eagle Rock, it's a cool tune. It's kind of like Make My Day. It's like about on that level. It would have just been a killer filler song on the album. Nothing special. Dead Man's Hand is even better. I kind of feel like if there's one thing I'd say, I would have lost Make My Day and put Dead Man's Hand in its place or perhaps end the album with it. It would have been a good album uh, closer after 1916 because it's very heavy. It kind of foreshadows their sound on Sacrifice. I don't know if you guys heard that album. Great album. Uh, from the mid-90s, and it's just a really heavy song, a little thrashy, so it's a little different. It would have added in an extra element to this album, I feel. So that's the... I think it would have been better to have Dead Man's Hand and maybe Make My Day. But short of that, I mean, well, obviously, if you got the bonus tracks, you got them all, so why not have them all? So that's great. But yeah, they're, they're, they're good tunes, and I would definitely recommend if you're going on YouTube and just checking out Dead Man's Hand. It's a really cool, heavy, dark song, and I think it would have added yet another color to this very colorful, you know, diverse album. Yeah, I got to check them out because uh, I, I was listening to it on Amazon Music HD and I heard the bass pretty high up in the mix. I wonder if they used the remaster. On Pro there. It's possible. Yeah, they might might have the remaster version. But yeah, I definitely recommend to get into remaster. The album really is it a lot punchier. And hey, I, I used to play bass myself. And I love Lemmy's bass. And, you know, I want to hear Lemmy's bass when I listen to Motorhead. You know, I don't want to hear it buried under the guitars. I want to hear it 
kind of up there with the guitars. And this remaster brought it up, so that was great. Yeah, he's a really underrated <laughs> musician uh, at all points, yeah. songwriting yeah. and bass playing. He's really good. Yeah. Nobody yeah. Ever gives be, that to him. I'd be interested if you hear my version of what I call Wiz instead of Kiss. It's Potter than Bell. And, and and it's me doing stuff like for um parasite like paradise baby paradise and then I I actually get into a cough so I go paradise baby. All right. All right. All right. We got you got enough kiss content now that you could tell people that there's kiss talk on this episode. All right. All right. All right. If if you want to hear it, I'd like to know your opinion. You could give either thumbs up or thumbs down or whatever you want to say if you want to hear it. Oh yeah, you got you got a clip of it. You got a video or I've got a whole. Um, um, channel of it. Um, I, I've got a whole ten song thing of. Oh, is it on YouTube? Yeah, I'll check harder, it out. Harder than Bell. Okay, I will check it out, Lee, and I will leave a comment on YouTube. Right. Thank you, thank you, right on, man. Yeah, All right, definitely. and it. And I wanted to say one thing too, uh, listeners out there, they should listen to Lee when he uh, with Ralph Vieira doing the Blue Oyster Cult album. That was a great oh, episode. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And they talk about the first Blue Oyster Cult album, which is a great album. And that yeah. was a really funny, entertaining episode on the Vieira Vault. You should definitely check know. that out. That yeah. was fun too. And uh, I like I like uh, I like Ralph when he does reviews. I liked his review, and I liked your review of ACDC power up you guys are really uh emotional on that album i really love it I, yeah I'm, I'm happy to have them back um and then we get into personnel on this album was Lemmy lead vocals bass phil wizzo campbell guitar michael wurzel burston guitar mm -hmm. uh phil anton phil filthy animal taylor drums and james hoskins cello on 1916 uh this is a really good album thank you for bringing this to my attention i i've heard lots of people talk about it and I've heard I'm So Bad Baby I Don't Care lots of times. Uh, but this is a great album. Thank you, Edwin. And also oh, sure thing. check out Edwin's uh, YouTube uh, channel. He does great reviews on there also. Um, great. Uh, you're a great writer too. <laughs> you know. Oh, well, you try. It, it pays the bills sometimes. It pays the bills, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, look at, I'll look at what you've done. Yeah, I yeah, know. definitely check out my YouTube videos. Yeah, you got lots of long pontifications, you know. It's, uh, That's fine. I mean, um, I, I go do the along. same sort of say. Yeah. So, hey, man, I'm, 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 I'm thumbs up for you, man. And yeah, I, well, yeah, and I'll and check I, out your shit too. And as we were doing this, I was reading a little, uh, uh, what thing on Eddie Trunk, how he went off on the American Music Awards last night for not doing any sort of tribute to Eddie Van Halen. So I just want to say, fuck you, American Music Awards. You uh, fucking played on there a few years ago and you didn't even say fucking acknowledge he was a lot dead. Fuck you. 
<laughs> yeah, and he said he, so he actually like played Eddie Van Halen played on the award yeah with show. Van Halen, and they didn't even yeah. acknowledge he died. Even freaking the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame did a tribute to him yeah. on their COVID Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Yeah. I just watched. So fuck no you, class AMAs. Yeah. Fuck you. No fuck you and your Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got to say on there. And then we get to the tracks of the week, and uh, you picked eight Edwin. You picked ACDC Money Shot. Great track, man. That new album is just freaking hot. I love it. Definitely, if you're interested, people, check out my review of it on YouTube. I love this album. I think it's their best album since For Those About to Rock, We Salute You. I Every track, every track's great on it. It's consist At very least, it's their most consistent since Flick of the Switch. I think you know, It's a great album. And this song, it's just really catchy rock and roll. I love the chorus where they go, Doctor. It's really fun. I love this song. Yeah, it's a great song. And then I picked uh, Metallica "Am I Evil" their cover, and <laughs> oh, that's great. Diamond Head, yeah, great cover. Yeah, I love that. I love their version. And then, uh, yeah, uh, Lee picked "Yes, Tempest Fugit," which is a little off, but it's cool. Lee's a little <laughs> off. I, to, I, ne I never. Heard I it want to listen a little bit fucking off though. <laughs> I might actually listen to the end of this podcast so I can hear that song. Again. It's a <laughs> so great, great fucking song though. I, oh, I love cool. Yes. And then uh, Lee's uh, track of the week, Vote Voice Float, which he's kind of floating right now. <laughs> so. hey, this is, I don't even know how that sounds, but hey, uh, why not? All right. Well, uh, thank you again, Edwin, for being on a whole episode of the Freeform Rock Podcast. And uh, sorry about the, the shit in the beginning. And... Uh, Kind of Lee went downhill after that that fuck up. I, I, I don't mind that. I think it got better. It got more rock and roll. Yeah, it's yeah, rock and roll. This is much better. All right, later, guys. It was a lot of fun. All right, man. Thank you, Edwin. Thank you so much. You too, Lee. And Lee, Mark. And Lee, say goodbye. <laughs> hey, later, guys. Later.
You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.